Uh, very quickly, right? So we were talking about Charles yesterday, everyone remember? I know many of you were thinking, but some of you are awake. So the problem with Charles, right? So one of the points that came up yesterday was, um, uh, one of the questions that came up after the session was like the idea that why are we so concerned about um, this point around chance and, and, and it being misleading and how, how is it misleading? So just think about it like this. If you say that something is caused by chance, yeah, so anything, whatever it might be, if you say something is caused by chance, what's the consequence of that? What does that, what, sorry? You don't know, right? So if I say, okay, I don't know, but there's something more I'm saying if it's by chance. Not only do I not know, but something more. You can't know, right? Why? Because it's by chance. If it's by chance, you can't know. That's the first point. It stops the process of scientific inquiry. As soon as you introduce the philosophical concept of chance, you then say, you are essentially saying, you can't know. Because if you can know, it's not chance. Okay, and that's a fundamental issue. So the second point is that this is a philosophical statement, it's not a scientific one. Okay, so when a scientist says something is by chance, they're talking about philosophy. It's not a, it's not a scientific statement. A scientific statement should be verifiable. There should be something, you know, like you learn ABCs of science is around experiment, observation, computer, so that, what is that process? What is the scientific process that supports a statement that says something is by chance? It's not, it's a philosophical statement. So if you're using a philosophical statement, you then have to apply the rules of philosophy. You've already disregarded the rules of science, at least apply the rules of philosophy. Okay, and the third one is, Ishwaraha Paramahakrishna, Sachidananda Vigraha, Nadi Adi Govinda. Sarvakarnakarna means Krishna is the cause of all causes. Now, this is an important point that's going to come into the next session we do because we don't have time for it today. But this is, an, this, is a, this is the Krishna conscious response to the problem or the phenomenon that we consider to be chance. There is a cause, there's a cause to everything. And Krishna is that ultimate repose. So uh, I know that's half covered right now. I just wanted to introduce it because we're going to come back to it in the next session. One more slide before we. Um, okay. So from yesterday, either you believe in a soul and free will, which comes along with a soul, because remember, chemicals don't have what? Anyone know a chemical that's got free will? So if you, either you believe in a soul, or you have two options here. Sorry to make it so black and white, but it is black and white. Either you believe in a soul, or you believe in a purely deterministic world. That means you don't believe in free will, you just believe in chemicals, you just believe that things go on. There's no, there's no, um, I'm going to keep going, and we'll come back to questions, yeah? Um, and we talked about how a purely deterministic world leads to the end of morality. There's no, there's no basis for attributing morality. Because nobody possesses free will. If you don't possess free will, then um, how can you... Thanks, it's okay. Um, so we were talking this... Well, Sudha Prabhu was telling us this morning about Sadhachar, right? This idea that 
we have to make some endeavor to improve our character, our qualities, etc., as part of the process of devotional service. How can you talk about that? How can you how can we talk about being more than animals um, if there's no free will? Doesn't make sense. And that's based on this principle. So the last slide we said the end of it was Krishna is a cause of all causes. If we're talking about free will, this principle around Krishna being a person uh, is introduced. And we're going to come back to this in free will. We're going to do it after today's session. Okay? So I'm going to leave it here because we've got many more exciting things to do uh, and cover in this. So can we shut that off? All right. Now. <laughs> so we have. Um, Sutta Prabhu on the first day introduced us to the six Goswamis. We have um, five very interesting individuals. We're <laughs> <laughs> not quite Goswamis. Sorry? No, definitely not. Sorry? Um, okay, so, so um, they've come from very far. You don't know them at all, uh, but they, they have come from very far to be with us today. So can we please have a warm welcome for our five participants? Step up, please, whoever you are.
Just explain to us why you're here. And then, uh, and, and what it is that you're here to tell us. And then, uh, and then after they've done that, after you've understood who the panel is, um, we're going to give them two minutes each to address you all. And um, once they've each spoken for two minutes, uh, we're going to allow them to either question or comment upon anyone else on the panel, and also invite some of you to ask some questions. So pay attention to what they're saying. Okay, we'll start here, please. So what's your name and what are you here to tell us? So my name is Shakti Guru. Actually, I'm here to tell you that you should believe nothing. So your truth is found inside of you. Okay? Don't let anyone tell you. Thank you, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my name is Stevie. Not Caroline, it's Stevie. And I'm here to represent feminism. <laughs> When amongst fellow atheists, dress as an atheist. Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't understand this later. Okay, our next participant. My name is Billy. Give that man an Oscar. Just like flowers, many different colours, beautiful. If you had all brown flowers, the world would be an ugly place. That's racist. That's racist. That's racist. I'm going to say that we need to keep keep Britain white.
because they can't understand other people, what they do is that they become very proud. Think about in history, all the people that had a purpose, Hitler, he had a purpose to purify the human race. You have Mao, purpose to establish communism. And the religions are no better. These are institutionalized religions. The Christians go on crusade for their mission to take back Jerusalem. The Muslim extremists create terror, subdue democracy. The Hindu nationalists victimizing those poor minorities in India. So the only constant in this world is change. What society accepts today, it will condemn tomorrow. What even you accept today, you may change your mind tomorrow. So what's the real answer? Is it feminism, atheism, conservatism? What is it? All these isms, you know? There's no real answer. Because. <laughs> <laughs> they have changed their mind in the past and they will change their mind in the future and yet they're telling you to accept what they're saying right now as the absolute truth. These same people born in a different place at a different time would have maybe a diametrically opposite view of what they have today. So actually, truth is relative. Your truth is yours. You find your truth in your heart. Follow your heart. Find your path. Find your own God in your way. My philosophy is simply live and let live. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> so um, we'll go on to Stevie. Yeah. We do the same amount of work that we get paid less 
patriarchy. How many female authors, scientists, have we missed out on because of them? That's it. I've got a lot more to say, but you know what? I can't stand this injustice. <laughs> you women are oppressed. <laughs> 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 she, she has been sent to the back because she thinks she's a female. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're all, we're all told a lie. We're all told that we're all equal. None of us are equal. No races are equal. No genders are equal. We will never be equal to anyone. We're all different. We're all unique. <laughs> Some people argue there's no race, there's no gender, but here's, here's, here's a few statistics. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Asians and blacks. The lactose intolerant. You want to any milk in Japan? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
for Shakti Guru, uh, what or who is God? Sai. <laughs> <laughs>
personality, character, you need a huge amount of evidence to prove that. Not just some logical thing that you mess around with your head. Prove it. Okay, are you done? Anybody on the panel want to respond to that? Does any of the other panel members, besides Sai, of course, believe, believe in God? In, yeah, okay. God exists, but it's different for everyone. Okay. You can prove it to yourself, and there's no need to prove it to anyone else. You feel it, you experience it. Okay, okay, so Sam, the response here is that you have to feel it, not experience it. And just before you respond to that, just to that thought, uh, Billy, did you say something there? <laughs> no, I just said I'm indifferent. Um, what if it was a God has created black, white, and uh, brown bodies. <laughs> and he made them that way to keep them that way. <laughs> he didn't want interracial marriages. He, don't, he doesn't want a whole bunch of beige babies. <laughs> This is the biggest issue, right? Because there's no evidence for anything, you go to subjective stuff like, I feel it in my heart. I feel this, you know, I go through this experience. Like, where in life, in, in real life, would you do that for real things? Where would you believe in something? Do you not feel love in the heart? Because you feel, I am not real? flesh. <laughs> okay, so, it was a bit aggressive for you. Uh, yeah, so, like, how can you believe in something because you feel it in your heart? Like, even love, how can you believe it really because you feel it in the heart? I mean, it's just random, like, that, that, that type of thinking. If you feel something in your heart, it's probably heartburn from real sense for sure. <laughs> Get it checked out. So, you believe in Wasabi. I'll give you a good girl. Things we need material teachers. For spiritual things, we only need to look within 
The spirit is within. <laughs> Do you have a response or are you done? No. <laughs> you're saying the spirit is within but then how do we know the process of how we can access that spirit within and experience that like rather than just you know, speculating it mentally then we also need an authority to teach us that process of doing that it will be revealed from within <laughs> it's revealed from within but you have to do something for it to be revealed it doesn't just happen you wake up one day and you're doing nothing and all gets revealed like there is a process for that like anything you do in life so you have to go to some sort of authority who can teach about that process and, <coughs> and you can access that. The only authority is yourself, really. <laughs> okay, we're going to do three. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying all these things, but you're saying it authoritatively. So, in other words, you're contradicting what you're already saying. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> You should accept no gurus, not even me. So I shouldn't accept what him, what you're saying. Exactly. This is going to be the last one, then we're going to move on. We'll come back to that. If everyone follows their own heart, they follow their own value systems, there'd be no society, because we need a set of rules for society to function. See, we may have. Everybody should be able to live with their own freedom. So I can swing my wrists as long as it doesn't hit someone's face. So I have freedom in my own space, and everyone has freedom in their own space. <laughs> <laughs> you will understand when you understand, when it's revealed from within. Okay, thank you. We're going to go on to our feminist, uh, Steve. Stevie. Any, any, any objections to Stevie's uh, points?
God is God, then God is good. Okay. Anything else? Okay. If, if God is woman, why did she make men? Uh, if you agree with a woman, that's God, then why do you disagree with men? Because a woman would have made men as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's answered the question that yeah. men do exist, so now the purpose is to serve the women. So, yeah. Uh, can I just ask what your definition of feminism is? Yeah. 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 My definition is that empower women, empower them, and come up from the oppression of men. Okay, thank you. Oh, yes. uh, men are meant to serve women, but I thought women don't need men. If men are supposed to serve women, I thought. Women don't need men. Yeah. We don't need them. Actually, we don't need them. But as a favour, we will let you exist. Because <laughs> <laughs> you. you need some sort of purpose. You know? okay, There's no such thing as purpose. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do you believe in equality or women dominance? Yeah. Equality is woman dominance. <laughs> <laughs> it's restoring the balance. It's restoring that balance. Okay, so the pendulum is going too far. Anybody else on the side? Yeah. What should be done by the Jonathan Taylor? What? Okay, serious one. What should be done by the Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, what do you think? I told you. Okay, we're going to go on. Sam, any questions for Sam? No, no questions. Okay, okay. No. Any questions for Sam? We're all happy with this position, yeah? Why does your name say meditation if you don't believe in a higher ground? I, I believe in the brain's ability. This is actually a real position. Um, obviously. Um, I believe in the brain's ability to go to higher states. We, as scientists, have not really discovered, <laughs> have not really discovered the full ability of our mind to exist at a higher level. So, Meditation is also scientific, I have no issue with that. Okay, yes. What happens after you die? You perish. <laughs> How do you explain consciousness? Um, I haven't got all the answers, but I can't believe in something which has not proof. Can you prove consciousness? No. So are you conscious? Yes. How do you know? I think this is the problem with religious people. They're always trying to flip the argument. <laughs> what can you prove? Scientists are not trying to say that they've proven everything, that they're on the journey of proof, and that there are gaps in those knowledges, but we're getting there. But the way you guys prove it, you're saying you know the answer. You already think you're coming from a knowing position. We come from the very humble. See, we're humble. <laughs> and so our position is we don't know all the answers. Yes, consciousness exists. We haven't got the answer, but we're on the journey. You know the answer, apparently. So prove it. When we get to the state that we know, we will tell you how it is done. But at this point, 
I see no evidence for him giving. Okay, last point here. We're going to have two points here and then we're going to move on. <coughs> So, like I said, I think it comes back to the same answer. I can't disprove that the, the, the simple point is to believe in something. Let's just put it this way, like the, the, the argument comes to something like intelligent design, right? Which is like, you know, having something come from nothing type of argument. The, 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 the point is that if there's a, well, there's a few points to that, but I'm, I'm not also arguing against the fact that there might be an intelligent designer. There may be, but that doesn't prove that there is a God it just proves that there might be a designer, but I was going to show a clip, but it's not. Um, this is move on. Um, no, it's okay. So, so the, the, there's this one. Um, there's this one. Okay, let, let's let's talk about intelligent design. Now, there's this one culture that had never seen airplanes, and so what happened was um, they lived in an island, and what happened is one day airplanes came over the island because they had never seen the airplanes before. They thought it was something heavenly because they could not understand like, who could create airplanes. So what, what happened was that they started worshipping those airplanes. They started drawing like, They started drawing pictures. This is not a joke, this is very real. Stop laughing. So <laughs> they, they started drawing airplanes and started worshipping that. And so then what happens is that what I'm saying to you is that the world may have come from some sort of place. And I would say unintelligent designer because there's so many flaws in the design. But there may be a designer, but that doesn't prove that there's a God. So that's my point. And I'm not trying to prove that there's no God. I just can't prove. Like, I just can't accept that there's a God. Because God, God, if he created the universe, should get a star. He shouldn't be creating a dodgy universe. He should be creating absolute perfection. This universe is full of imperfection. I'll give you one example, and we can move on. The common throat, right? The, the, the windpipe. The windpipe goes to two places, the stomach and the lungs. Every year, thousands of people suffocate just because they choke on either their own saliva or something like that. Because God created an imperfect biology. That's my point. Okay. So the proof is on the theist side to prove the fact that God exists. Okay. Right. Uh, see, prove, you know, normal scientific process, which is hypotheses, process. It. And it can't be based on faith. Faith should not be faith should not be part of that process. Hypothesis means that you have some faith. No, not necessarily. I mean, you give me a process that first logically would make sense, and I may try. Like this is other hurdle. Even if you could prove to me that there's a God, then out of the millions of religions, next hurdle. How do you even determine amongst this myriad of religions which one to follow? It's an absolute landmine, and all of them require faith. Now, how much time am I going to spend on each part? So, like, impossible. Okay, Billy. <coughs> Billy, any questions for me? Oh, Maya, you have a follow-up question for the other one? Nice try, but incorrect. I mean, 
It could be an alien intelligent designer who comes from another planet or universe. He may not have to come. I'm saying all this stuff, these are genuine theories out there, by the way. No, no, no. So I'm saying I have, I'm okay with intelligent design, but I'm not okay with an omnipotent, all perfect God that we should worship and give our life to and all the rest of it. It's just some random alien. Okay, random alien. So, but now, creep on, on me, any questions for me? Billy's got some interesting ideas about life and whatever. Any questions? We can take two questions and we'll move on. Any? No? Someone? Oh, Sean. What is your ideal society look like? What is your ideal society look like? My ideal society is bright and white. Any other questions for Billy? Beside. Okay, beside one question. On the point that you said you came to Ukraine. Where did you come from? Where did you come from, sir? <laughs> 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 I am, because I'm talking to you, so I ask you <laughs> Okay. Ignorance is bliss. Harish, do you have a question? Uh, yes, Sai Baba. So obviously, you know, you believe in the Vedic traditions and stuff, the Vedic scriptures. And the Vedic scriptures... Excuse me, I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. You created them. Because as, as, you created them, as you know, it, <laughs> it, does, it has many things. It, it, it predicts when, when you come down on this planet, and it has that in scriptures. But it's interesting because it, it doesn't mention this, that you come down now, as Sai Baba. And also, it says that you have special mark if you are God, uh, which you tend to be, then you know you have special markings on your on your, on your feet and stuff. Uh, and the most important thing is it says that you can show your universal form. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd like you to just all three of these. Or the main thing is, can you just show us your universal? Form? <laughs> 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 yeah, please, sure, please, sure. Please. I don't think you understand. I'm qualified. <laughs> Are you qualified as well? I have enough followers. Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> Can we have a round of applause for our panel? <laughs> uh, no, 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 you're not done yet. I have one question for everyone. So, we hear some like pretty outlandish, silly, comical claims here, right? I mean, what, if you were to guess, what percentage of what you hear heard here is completely fictional made up and what percentage is actually true. And not true in, I mean, existing in the world as significant movements of thought. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them are what? Existing. Existing. Would you all agree with that? Yeah. So like, we're all here, we're having this discussion, and obviously, um, sorry, can somebody tell me the time? So, and we're going through these arguments, and it's a bit, of, you know, it's a bit of a laugh. But um, in terms of what we're 
you know, what we, the, the, the topic for today um, has been around our character, reforming our character, movement towards, so that having a vision for what society should be, what its principle, underlying principle should be, what we're trying to move society towards as individuals and collectively, right? And there are different points of view. One of the exercises we're going to do with Leonard Time is actually then flip and consider within each of these points of view, what are the grains of truth? Because our gut reaction to most of this is like, this person is nonsense. We're talking rubbish. But are there any grains of truth? There are? Yeah. Okay, so somebody named, named Kripke. Like uh, Jack, Guru Shakti was sort of talking about how we you know, look within to find sort of our spirit and stuff, and that's true. You know, okay, we're going to go with you. What else? Yeah. Someone asked me if we're qualified enough in the section. Good, thank you. Anything else? Um, Sam said this world is an evil place. Say again, louder. Uh, Sam said this world is an evil place. Or you don't say evil place. Discussions with the world, with people who 
are coming from not necessarily as extreme as this, but potentially as extreme as this. How do we engage with that? What, what, do, we, what do we do with that? Because these are the types of people we're meeting. Like, whether it's a university, a school, or, you know, um, wherever it is that we're, we're talking to people. What do we do with that? We can highlight those small grains of truth from the government. Okay, so that's one thing, right? So it's to try and find elements of commonality. Okay, what else? So that's so like what is the goal of that person's like what what is that what is their aim? So like with, with each of these individuals there is an aim at it. And, and I think that's a I'm just gonna pause there because that's the like everything's trying to whatever anybody's engaged in and working on, they're trying to work towards something. And sometimes we can get caught up in the surface level stuff around getting into an argument about this or that or debates about this or that. But, Try to identify what is it that we're trying to achieve and how can Christian consciousness come to that point. So that's a, that's a really important point. Anything else? Anyone wants to share? Okay, so we're gonna, so on, on our next session, what we're going to do is look through the lens of what the Casey um, kind of frameworks are to be able to um, understand different philosophies, different types of um, kind of points of view, worldview, and where they sit in the structure so that it can give us some kind of way of analyzing uh, what we see in the world. And the, the main way we're going to look at that is, is through the goodness um, of the most material nature. Um, but it's, it's, it's uh, kind of what came to us in this when we were looking at trying to show what's going on here is that people get wrapped up into something without necessarily uh, kind of having a, you know, the, the element of a spiritual perspective on something, and therefore providing a spiritual perspective on these different things, rooted in Christian consciousness. What is that lens? And that's what we're going to talk about in the next session. But um, for now, can we just give them a round of applause? Strengths and flaws of these different bodies. Thank you so much.